Welcome to Radio Perris, a podcast for bad bitches who love reggaeton. I'm Karenoid. And I'm Jennifer Fopez. And we're here. It's chilly outside. We're changing seasons. Um, we're growing mentally, <laughs> mentally, physically, beautifully. Mm-hmm. Um, I did my skincare routine today. We went, we went, we've been going to the gym. We've yes. been gymmed up. Yes. This is going to be my, like, third consistent week That's of, so, of back at the gym. I'm loving that. Um, I recently started taking a boxing class. So oh, that's, yeah. That's pretty dope. Um, oh, I recently did Stank Bugs. Oh, yeah. How was that? I mean, um, I watched it. It looked fun. For those of you who don't know about Stank Bugs, listening to this, Stank Bugs is a local um, collective that highlights um, and showcases um, local Chicago brown and black djs um and they have like these half hour or full one hour dj sets that they film and they put all these cool graphics and visuals behind you and um it's cute i really like it it's great you did a great job um julio was the first person i knew close to us that did it and then i did it and then brujo has done it so many other djs have done it and i think what I love about them is, you know, you don't really have that in Chicago, no. like an online radio show that lets you showcase like it lets you be in your bag. You know, I like also I love the visual aspect of it. Yeah, it's just so cool. And, you know, the fact that you can have your friends and you're all dancing, mm-hmm. but you only really hear the music. I don't know how yeah. they do the technology audio. Yeah, they're really cool. Um and it reminds me like all the the other online radio shows that where we see our favorite DJs, but it, they're all in like Europe or New York. So it's cool that we have something like that something here. Something local. Something local, grassroots in Chicago. Chicago really does community so well. When, <laughs> when it does community well, it's very well done. Yeah. When it's not, it's bad. Didn't Ariel say <laughs> that um, the Chicago DJ scene, if we there was a reality show? we would win. <laughs> I think so. I think that, you know, we're, it's a very close knit community. And I think that, um, even speaking about the gaggies, oh my God, did you hear my stomach? Yeah. Just <laughs> even speaking about the gaggies, I'm someone that's pretty new to this scene. Um, and, uh, and I feel like I've been embraced. You've been embraced even as people who I think, other than Eden, I don't really work a lot in even as a queer DJ, but because I do Eden, I, I work mm-hmm. in that now. And you too, I feel like you've been very much embraced like by Boots and working at and at Berlin yeah. too. Um so it's been it's been interesting. I feel like when like I said, when Chicago does community well, it's well done. And then other times it can be quite catty. Yeah. <clears throat> Drama. We were talking about cancel culture earlier um i just remember before we get into like that and the gaggies didn't we receive a question from our last actually you're right let's read from our last episode let's read it out loud so 
Thank you for listening to our last episode about alternative reggaeton. I think it was pretty well received. People answered the poll. Uh, I feel like it was very informative for people like they hadn't heard of. Some people uh, messaged and said that they didn't know who Safety Trance was slash Cardo Pusher. Um, And probably the similar, they probably felt similarly about like the other artists that we talked about. So that's really cool and rewarding because that's the whole point of our podcast. So thanks for listening. Um, So what was the question that we got? Um, Should I say the name? Um, Yeah, if you want. I think it's just a username, right? Mm Mm-hmm. So, this is from user pronounced Kixen, K-I-X-N. Hi, you guys. I've just finished listening to two of your episodes. He disfrutado bastante sus conversaciones sobre todo. You guys sound like a community and mutually supportive. Wow, I forgot what this question said. And we... That's so spot on to what... So on the nose. Yeah. Do you have any idea or tips on how to find people who are supportive and are into what you do? Mm. I've been making music for a couple of years and it's been a lonely process. Mm. I do enjoy my autonomy, pero también siento con mucho anuelo, anhelo de querer compartir lo que hago con personas que encuentran algún tipo de valor con lo, mm-hmm. con lo que hago. I think, well, first of all, thank you. Thank you for, thank you for listening, us trusting us, sending that, us this. Yeah. Um, I think it, a follow-up question for me would be, like, where do you live? Because I know that... They're not, it's not, it doesn't really say... Yeah, it, it can be hard if you live in a small town where you don't have a lot of, like, community spaces. Like, that's what I really like about Cactus Club in Milwaukee was that's, that is the space where, you know, you can go and hang out with like-minded people and listen to alternative music and and kelsey does such a great job of her programming and having it be so diverse and giving opportunities to other queer parties Mm -hmm. and more and more are popping up not only there but you know all over so i guess that would be my question is where do you live hopefully you live somewhere where there is a club or not necessarily like a like a dance club, but I guess like a forum where you can yeah like hang out with people or at least close by, like it may be a neighboring or but really it's also like you're on the internet, so you can join groups. That was gonna be my point. If if you yeah. if if you live in a very like um. If you live a little off, like if you don't live in Chicago, in Chicago, it's so easy because you simply, you know, you um, find other DJs or you commune with other DJs in the scene in person because there are yeah. these parties that exist and you go either as an observer or now as a participant, um, so on and so forth. But when you live in a smaller town, you can you can make a huge Internet presence. So mm-hmm. you're really at that point, I think a good thing would be to really heavily work on and curate your internet presence, find online groups, find DJs that you really, really, really like, um, that you can follow, that you download their music. Maybe you can create some kind of internet rapport with them, um, find other producers that you admire. Yeah. And I think even doing now, just as you've cold text For us. DM'd mm-hmm. us, you can also cold DM them as well. And I don't think... At least someone who is kind would never, like, turn you away. They would at least, you know, talk with you and stuff. 
Um, I also think like look out for local radio shows. Look out for college That's radio true. stations. Look out for college radio stations across the country too, and submit mixes. Um, and submit, submit your music. Submit your music and see see how see what they respond and when they play it. See if people reach out to you and and what and what they say too. Um, so I agree with Karen in that, you know, look, you have to look really deep in your own communities, like really, really soul search and like find people who, um, uh, you know, that you feel like you would be able to connect with on that level. But if not, the internet is, is huge, but you really have to work on creating an internet presence. Yeah. Start, start in your community, you know, really put yourself out there, like, si tú eres artista y tú haces música, pues hazte tu Instagram con tu nombre oficial, haz tu SoundCloud con tu nombre oficial, empieza a seguir gente, comparte tu música, like you're saying. Um, <clears throat> I feel like if I were in your position, I would be going to shows. Mm -hmm. I would be looking, who's coming to town? Who's coming to town? And then it's like a no-brainer. Like everyone who loves that artist, that DJ, that band is going to be there. Yeah. So then you can small talk with people, get their Instagrams and start making friends. And that's how you do it. And then, I mean, this sounds lame, but you can also make friends online like with apps, you know, like Bumble, BFF, or I'm sure there's like Meet Me or uh, these other like coffee bagel type apps where you can match with friends and then you go and you hang out i have one bumble bff friend hi evelyn <laughs> if she's listening um so that would be my advice is just like go to shows travel travel to go to shows yeah. um and Especially, if all else go ahead, go ahead if all else fails then you have everything within you that you need like make your own space that's exactly what i was gonna say like make your own party Make your own Agua de Rosas. Make your own Eden. Make your own Stank Bugs online radio. Start publicizing it, promoting it. As, you know, and actually, that's boom. great. Film, make a Twitch channel. Mm -hmm. Film yourself making your music, playing your yeah. music, DJing your music, and post it online and create a stream. Stream yourself. And I know that feeling so well of feeling lonely in, in, in your interests Like, that was the whole point. Like, I was here in Chicago listening to Nel Perreo, being sad that, like, there was no one to hang out and listen to it or go out and listen to it. So what did I do? I became a DJ so that I can play it. And then everything else, like, came after it, like, fell into place. Like, once you yeah. start doing what your heart's telling you to do. So if your heart's telling you that you want a group or a community where you can discuss things, share music, then you should make one. A huge thing is, like, Yeah, if you build it, they will come. They will come. They will come. I can attest to that firsthand, and Julio and Gabby can attest to that first firsthand as well, creators of Agua de Rosas, because they built Agua de Rosas in Milwaukee where there really was none like it before, and they built it, and people came and still come. And Eden, you know, I I'd like to say, I mean, yeah, I think you deserve the credit and i'm not saying that there weren't other lesbian parties like obviously there's strapped and um there are other parties and other lesbian bars like dorothy downstairs and things like that but as a straight person as a straight dj in the scene i really feel like once you made eden and you said this was a sapphic space bitch i started seeing that word everywhere you're not the first person who's yeah i feel like you 
you really did that and I'm giving you credit for that. Like there was like a resurgence uh, of lesbian parties, lesbian awareness, lesbian pride. I was like because make, of Eden. Make You're like make them le- sexy again. Make lesbians sexy again. Wow. I was so tired of being like really the butch parties. Okay, I know they're not listening to this, and I'm. I know we're changing subjects, and I know they're not listening, so I don't really give a fuck. But one thing that I really was like so irked about was this concept of like the at one point the only lesbian party other than slow mo, which. Props, right. props to them that that's not my musical choice because I don't really like like soul and R&B and stuff like that. That's fine. Their only other option we had was like flannel Fridays. <laughs> flannel Fridays? <laughs> that's the like tackiest name. Like I'm a lesbian. What if I what if I want to feel sexy? What if I don't want to wear flannel? What if I want to have my coochie out and wear yeah. some lipstick and wear fucking 12 inch long stiletto nails? What if I want to do that? What's going to happen then at flannel Fridays? And it was like, I don't know. I just felt like, and also for a younger generation, lesbianism sexy again. And it's like for a younger generation too. Like people who go to slow mo, they are like older, right? That you know, and, yes. And that that's, the the Gen Z uh, queer lesbian girlies, like they they need a space to go to as well. And that's what I like about hidden ideas too. I mean, they're not necessarily like a lesbian like space, but. It's a queer space, oh, and yeah, I see so many thing. queer femme girlies there, just like living their life in their shirt and their short mini skirts and their fuzzy leg warmers, like looking really cool and having a great time. It's super emo. Speaking of, I saw two two awesome fans, uh, listeners, girlies at Strapped, and I wasn't wearing my wigs. I was like, I was like, I'm Hannah Montana, bitch. Ain't nobody gonna recognize me. And they're like, wait, Switch my women, like yeah. <laughs> they're like, you're paranoid. I was like, oh, I was like, hey. And they're like, oh, we saw you had ideas. So they're really cool, and they were like hyper, hyper fan, like wearing corsets and like looking super cute. How did we, I don't know how we got here, but our point, our point, point is, is to to like make, make space. Our point is, it, you know. Look to your local communities, but you have to look deeply. Don't just look surface levels. If you don't live in a big city, make a huge online presence. I'm talking about dramatic online presence. You really got to put yourself out there. Talk to radio state, to local radio shows. Uh, if not, make a Twitch channel. Stream your music on there. Do a TikTok. Sa- do what make sa- a TikTok account. Exactly. Do what Stink Bugs does. Yeah. And if you have the financial means to do it, if you have the venue space to do it, whatever. If you have a local bar that you can make a night of. That will let you play at a local bar. Yeah. Make it. And I promise you, they will come. You know, today is actually apparently uh, International Day to Face Your Fears. Really? Yeah. Everything is really falling into place with us right now. This episode. (laughs) Whoa. It's so synchronized. Fight those fears. That fear of being seen. Whatever it is that you're scared of. Maybe you're shy and you're, you're not a very social person. Just go have a drink. Go have a coffee. Put yourself out there, babe. Speaking of putting yourself out there, I put I, after putting myself out there for so long, I finally got some hate <gasps> DMs. Yes, amazing segue. <laughs> so, um, I I don't know if it's li- the, these Libras, these appearance oh obsessed Libras, you know, in their season running running amok uh-huh. you know around us i got two not hate 
But just it was rude, a hate. It was hate DMs. Rude DMs. So they were in your requests. They weren't people that in you my, knew. And one was in my hidden requests. I was like, you really deep in there. So the first one was just like whatever. Second one was really mean. What was the first one? The first one was first of all, I'll tell you what he said. It was a guy. It was a guy. And he caught, he responded to the video of one of my stink bugs recaps. Uh. And then he goes, damn, tiny ass titties. <gasps> now, like, so it, was it on the post or was it a DM? He, he DM'd me. Like he DM'd to the story. Uh. Let me tell you, this same man, I have photographic proof <laughs> of him in my DMs. Hey, sexy. Prior. Hey, yeah. Hey, sexy, what are you doing? What are you doing, sexy? You look sexy. So you like my sexy tiny ass titties? What about them? He got tired of, of replying to himself. I really love my tiny ass titties. So really, what's what's going on? And, this you, is... and you like them too. So really... Yeah, this is the itty bitty titty committee. Like, hello? I don't know what's... And then I literally responded to his text. Oh, you did respond. With a picture of him saying, hey, sexy. And I said, <gasps> I said this ah! you? this you and what did he say seen no response fuck him blocked after like okay that one we can get we can get past that that's that's an insecurity that you had in the past but now you're you owned it yeah i like my tiny now i'm working on the ass though we we get we get yeah we get the pompies up there so the second one was actually really rude some random old woman this woman (gasps) looks like this woman looks like if 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 like a cigarette <laughs> ashtray was a person, okay, messaged me and said, "You look like a disgusting dyke <gasps> with an evil disgust for life." Ugly ass. I, what was that? Okay, James. What the fuck is up her ass? I reported her. Yeah. And they said that they restricted her. I don't trust Instagram to do anything. Some of y'all about to be real mad at me. But I literally just responded. I said, Sharan, babes, get well soon. You seem sick. Um, get well soon. Get well soon. <laughs> you seem sick. Some of y'all is fat and ugly and unattractive. But that is okay. Just be who you are. Crack? Is it? Is crack it, cocaine? Is it crack, crack cocaine? And like, uh, like, not even and like, not. What compelled you to get... Get into my DMs and say, you look like an evil, disgusting dyke. Is is this <coughs> Are like... Are you telling me something I don't know? Is there like a lunar eclipse or what, what's going on? Also, what is an evil disgust for life? That sounds like like a homophobic Like a lust comment. for life? Like Lana Del Rey? What is this? Wow. I was like, okay, what do you tell me that I don't already know? First of all, bitch, I'm bisexual. <laughs> Second of all. Second of all. <laughs> come correct when you come for me okay right. if, you're gonna, if you don't look better than me if you're gonna hate, hate like like i would be gagged if i got a, a a hate dm from a bad bitch right you know what i mean right like i'm like oh shit this, this baddie clocking me right now like this woman lives in a de- delusional world yeah look at me and then look at you and then do some soul searching babe. <laughs> wow so that was really odd um and that kind of threw me for a loop for a second until I was like, wait, I actually don't give a fuck about this person. And a dis- she's, what was, she what did looks you say? like a troll. A disgust for life? She said, she said, you look like, oh, she said, you look like a nasty dyke and you have, and like you have an evil disgust for life, dot, dot, dot. You know, old people love 
the their dots. Yeah. Ugly ass. Oh my god. You calling me so ugly? mean. You look like you have dirt in the wrinkles on your face, babe. So was that just a DM or was it a response to a story? That was just a DM. This woman literally. Where the just fuck did she my, find you? Went to my DMs to tell me that. Sounds like something she copy pastes. Sounds like you have a crush and on me. And yeah. Do you have a disgust for life? You have a disgust for Ooh. me. <laughs> you think nasty thoughts? What a milestone. Really, truly. N- new level unlocked. Truly. Now I can say I have haters. <laughs> yeah. I, 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 I'm not there yet or uh, maybe I've had mean comments in the past, but none that I can think of now. I have real world haters and I have real world people fucking with my real world ops. But, you know, I'm not about to, like, go on a crusade and try to get this person or these people canceled over a personal thing that happened between them and I. But it's like when I see someone that I like sharing like this person's stuff, it's like, damn, like you really fucking with them like that like and also why like, aren't you sharing me and also this person got you guys all bamboozled because oh, i don't know it's just like when i see people that i know have done me wrong or done one of my loved ones wrong to an extreme extent and i see other people publicly loving on them i'm like damn they bamboozled y'all what what are, um, do I not get it or do you not get it? Like, what's really going on? When I see people like that and then people are like, oh, we love them, blah, blah, blah. They, ooh, they really, they really got y'all. I've, I've also had multiple people ask me if I know this person that bamboozled me. It's like, why do I keep getting asked about this person? Like, is it just like a natural curiosity or is my name coming up? in those conversations like you like you maybe had a hunch about but it's like i'm tired like i don't need to say shit the first time i i didn't want to air out those the situation and i was like whatever i've also seen this person at other parties and stuff and i wouldn't say i'm friendly but i'm just like i wave we literally like played like like they went on after me at an event too uh um and I was just like, hey. And then they were like flopping around, like dancing, flopping around. And I'm like, Ugh, it just annoys me. Not that I'm annoyed at them having success. I go for it. Like they're in a different lane as me. But it's like for them to accuse me of wanting to take advantage of this person's connections to further my career when in reality it was just jealousy. Now I'm in my my queen radio Nicki Minaj like <laughs> it it was just envy it was jealousy was I wrong, was I wrong? <laughs> it was je- it was jealousy because now when I look at it it's like baby I gave you a lesson to haters I'm not your enemy I'm your hero you know cheer up you should be happy I'm here <laughs> you know I'm showing you bitches how to do it and how to do this and I did it from the kindness of my heart. I didn't I didn't do it asking for anything in return. And now it's almost feels like they're going around about around me. So it's like they're not going to maybe my close circle like ABCD. Like they're going like the outer ring of Saturn. Like they're going around 
a different way but obviously i still know of those people clearly because they they come to me and they're asking me and they're fucking with her, with them and i'm like yeah that's fine it's just annoying to sit at home and be like oh yeah this is my homie oh he just posted this person that i don't fuck with to 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 say that these people too that not this person but people around you both are asking you specifically like do you know this person it really points a lot to that this person in question is bringing your name up and maybe I don't know whether or not they're saying your name in a negative way or a yeah, positive way. Yeah, are they way, slandering me or are they using or are they using my name it's, as like, oh, I, I did this with Karenoid. Because it's too specific. Yeah. It's just, why, like, when have you ever been asked so much about a person as much as this person? Like, you know. It's too specific for just a coincidence. So, That's when you Yeah, know it's so the second time I just said it. I was like, yeah, I don't fuck with them. <gasps> really? Why? Well, I don't know them that like that, but clearly you want to know cuz you're asking me. So I said I was like, I told them the whole situation. I was like, yeah, like I tried to be the bigger person. They decided not to hold up their end. And I don't fuck with fake people. There's something so powerful to be said about like owning your shit and owning your your side of the story like and owning at that point the story because it they're going around mentioning your name you live in rent free in their heads and people come and ask you what about it what's the drama there is no drama I'm i just don't like, fuck with them. i'm almost like did you pay him to post your reel it was just so bizarre like i sent it to you i was like where's where's my where's my post like no i'm not that i'm jealous of it but i was just like so you're playing at some place like what the fuck i don't who cares anyway i'm not that it's not like i'm canceling them like i i do agree with you what you were saying earlier that cancel culture has become very toxic where you don't have the opportunity or people sometimes aren't given the opportunity to like right their wrongs but it does depend on on the wrongs because yeah. like the, the there is a, there is a like papa g like Oh, sorry. You're you're let's, you're done. You've been given a lot of chances over the last twenty five years. Let's set a standard yeah. here. When it comes to sexual sexual sexual, <laughs> when it comes to any kind of like sexual assault on any level, that's inexcusable for life. Sorry. Yeah. I'm really we really not would gonna we, go there. Would we give old girl an opportunity? The photographer? No. To right her wrongs? <laughs> <laughs> no, that bitch staying canceled. And you know what? That's an, In uh, the dust. That's another point, too, is that sometimes when cancel, when, when people do, and that's that's actually a great point. A lot of the time now, cancellation, I would say most of the time is for a reason that, you know, like for a justified reason. But a lot of the time, too, cancellation is personal. I, a personal I cancellation. feel wronged by this person personally, and now everyone else around me has to feel the same way. Or I want you guys to know what they did to me, so now you can also dislike this person, because I don't want to feel alone in disliking this person. And I feel like, in that sense, I'm not canceling the photographer. I just dislike her because I think she made passively racist comments about my party and also took a lot of credit for what I did and also made jabs at me as well. You don't even know she me was like she that. was trying to colonize your fucking whole thing. So anyway, yeah, for, yeah, there is a difference. You're right. Like a personal 
Like you can cancel them, but then if you go on a mission there's a to thing like to be, tell yeah. other people, there's a thing to be said about like disliking someone, keeping your distance. There's a big thing about like publicly canceling someone. Do they deserve to be canceled, or do you just dislike them? Did they personally wrong you, or are they wrong as a base level? And then people who dislike the people who work with that person. Like, yeah. oh, I can't believe they're doing that. Well, it's like they don't know. And also, like, what is the statute, statute, yeah, statute. of limitations on issues like that? Like, I have to admit that when you're 19, 20, 21, 22, your frontal lobe is mush <laughs> and you do make a lot of mistakes. You say things that are really fucked up. You do things that are really fucked up sometimes. Where is there a little room, a little leeway for personal rehabilitation, for p- taking personal responsibility and fixing those actions, taking, be apologizing and like moving forward? I understand wanting to cancel someone that did something like publicly wrong. I get that. And I would never take that away from someone, especially if it's like, especially on like a racist level or a xenophobic level or a, mm-hmm. or a sexist level. I get that. I totally understand. Um, but at what point, <clears throat> at what point can we, can we make personal improvements? And what point can we apologize? I don't know. I don't know. I just think that, Cancel culture is there for a reason, but there also is a point where cancel culture can be a little, can do yeah. some more harm than good sometimes. And like you said last episode, people are going to hate regardless. And yeah, at the end of the day, people are going to hate regardless, so just do you. Just do you. Just do you. So you know who's doing him and <laughs> and um, doing whatever the fuck he wants to do, haciendo lo que le da la gana. <laughs> Bad Bunny! Oh, my God. First of all, <laughs> the fact that this man was wearing a wig. <laughs> he had a, a nice little lace unit. Stop. Un, under, under a baseball hat. Not, not Bad Bunny in drag again. Girl, when I saw that video and I saw that he had shaved his head, and people haven't been talking about this, but there was another nod. Not only his shaved head, his glasses. No one is talking about his white glasses, but they're a little bit more like refined. They're like Sil- they're like silver now. I feel no. They oh, were they white. white. They oh. were white, but they were a different shape. You know how his are like oval, like mine up there, like the, yeah. the oval. These were like a little triangular. Like, yeah, they're like more pulled, back. more pulled back, more uh-huh. expensive. He's got the beard. He didn't have a beard back then. Oh, my pussy! Trap bunny. El conejo malo. What he mad? What's he mad about? What? What? What is he? You know, I feel like everything. Like, okay, potential topics during this album. Get Gabriela Breca. Okay, the people telling him that he's not the king of trap, or that he can't do trap, that he's too pop now. Public retaliation with his relationship with, with Kendall Jenner. With Kendall Jenner. Um, all the hate that he's gotten in his own country. All the hate that he got for saying like, oh, people want to be Latino and now taking that back because he's part of the Hollywood scene. Yeah. His Rolling Stone interviews. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Where he couldn't say, what was that big thing that made us mad at him? Where he was like, 
Oh, I, 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 the biggest artist for me in the world is Tego Calderon. So I don't know about colorism. In oh, he, he did, he did so color, colorism. like basically all the backlash that he's been getting in the media. All the shit talking. I did, mm-hmm. I did, I did some shit talking. I admit. Mm-hmm. Me too. I, I did not like Un Preview. I did not. No. I thought it was, I th- honestly, I thought it was cheaply made and I thought it was boring. I yep. thought the, I thought the beat sounded like a stock beat off of, off mm-hmm. of SoundCloud. And he made it himself. And we could tell. <laughs> And that's the last song on the album. So people are speculating that, oh, he put Un Preview last. So maybe that means there's more coming. I don't think it's that deep. Well, I did, just... you, did you see that he, first of all, well, before we go in, do you, uh, how do you get part of his WhatsApp? Um, I don't know. Is because, it in his bio? Because on his WhatsApp, you know how they post pictures of like him talking through WhatsApp to all of yeah. his fans? WhatsApp, and he was like, Basically, wow, are you guys such such like bobos, so stupid, que eres tonta, um, that you would believe these fake billboards and these no. fake track They're lists? fake billboards? That's what he said. I'm, Pull I have it to, up, I babe. have to look up the tweet. It's the Bad Bunny Access thing. Let well, me see. his, well, Bad Bunny Access and Bad Bunny Tour or whatever have been doing a great job of, like, commenting on things and saying fake, 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 which helps, like, with the noise. But I could have sworn those billboards were real because other accounts were posting them, like, official accounts, like Spotify. Yeah, those billboards in New York were, like, Spotify billboards. And not even in New York, not just in New York, like, everywhere. And I was like, wow, what what a great marketing campaign. Truly. But I have to find... I'm not even going to find it now. I feel yeah, like. we can find it later. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Buenos dias, gente. These are these are live things from his, what's, from his WhatsApp. Buenos dias, gente. Aunque no tan buenos. Me he levantado un poco triste el entrarme que después de tanto que les he tra- tratado de enseñar aún hay muchos que no pre- aprenden. Sorry, uh-huh. my Spanish is terrible. ¿Cómo es posible que haya gente tan tonta creyendo la, los falsos tracklists y los billboards, esos falsos, con features falsos? ¿Cómo? Bueno, hay a ellos. Yo sé que los que están aquí en ese grupo de WhatsApp son más inteligentes. Y eso me alegre un poco. Let me see. So basically he's saying like, how can you be so... He's like, he's like good morning. I'm like not in the mood. I'm like not. I'm in a mood basically. And he's like, um, how can people be so stupid? Get us tan tonta to believe these false billboards with these false track lists with these false features. But who goes that far? Who who has the time to make these high quality looking images that look like billboards in Madrid? In L.A., in New York. And then he says, well, just let them be. I know that the people in this WhatsApp group are way smarter than them. And that's what makes me happy. Yeah, I don't know. He's playing. That's, that's what I'm saying. And then, there was <laughs> and then there was this other tweet. And it was like, knowing Bad Bunny, hijo de puta Bad Bunny, he's going to come out on Friday with like a fucking mariachi album. Some or like up, mambo, a sa- a salsa samba, album. salsa. <laughs> It's like everyone expecting Chambea, Hala, yeah. and then it's like expecting some Romeo Santos, Mark <laughs> Anthony bullshit. With the new Ricky Martin album, like 
Listen, knowing him. when I saw the track list, I knew one of them was fake because it had Taylor Swift on there. And I'm like, get oh, the fuck yeah. out of here. Like, he doesn't have a song with Taylor Swift. Like, but they were also believable. Like, Davey, he has shown love to Davey. He's the new hot. He's like number one on the charts in Puerto Rico. Like, people love him. I was like, that's probably going to happen. Then, Mora, he always works with Mora. Yeah. This- Done. The SZA Rosalia Okay, feature. now I'm like, maybe that one was a little far-fetched. Know. Oh, my God. The J, the J Balvin yeah, one. Yeah, the J Balvin one. I was like, whoa. I just got, I just got chills. But now he, now Benito's saying that that's fake? I don't know. Maybe he's just playing with us. Oh, my God. Well, this is going to come out tomorrow, like before the album. So next episode, we'll talk all about the album. But the anticipation... It's, honestly, it makes me, it makes me excited again to be a Bad Bunny fan. Even though I do feel mm-hmm. I, I have a lot of like, like mal energia about the whole situation with Kendall, and I feel like, again, but I don't know him. I, I think a lot about how Doja Cat, which I think, even though I love Agora Hills, I think a lot about Doja Cat's reaction to her fans being like, "Y'all do not know me," and it's true. I feel like with Bad Bunny too, we do a lot of judging, myself included, and it's and Bad Bunny literally is like, y'all do not know me, <laughs> and I truly don't owe you anything. Yeah, you don't know me, you don't own me, but uh, okay, off to a different t- uh, topic, sort of. What do you think of the cover? I like it. It looks different. First of all, I really like the throwback to his. Um, uh, long uh, names. I like the. I, I like his long t- Nadie album sabe names. Lo que va a pasar mañana. Yeah. No one knows what's gonna happen tomorrow. Yo hago lo que me dan la yeah. gana. But the actual art. What is this man's obsession with equestrianism? <laughs> it's giving. It's giving Ken. <laughs> it's and giving. Barbie. It's giving Kendall Jenner. Oh, I would say it's giving Ken from Barbie. That too. I just saw Barbie for the first time on TikTok. You watched it on Someone TikTok? was like, join my live, Barbie. We're watching Barbie. Yeah. <laughs> and I watched Barbie. <laughs> anyway, yeah, it's like this obsession with rodeos and horses. Ever since that one video for, what is that? Ojitos Lindos. There was like a horse in it. And now there's been horses all throughout like his, his visuals. Well, I'm also getting like a big Western theme, kind of like a cowboy theme. Obviously, you have the cowboy on the cover. And so now I'm thinking like when you had Un Verano Sinti, much more tropical, softer beach, you have Caribbean rhythms, you have like flowy, softer, funnier, more accessible stuff. And I feel like you think about the water, you think about relaxing, you think about, right? He said that you want to listen to it on the beach from beginning to end, right? Now he's where are we where is he taking us it's like deserted desert mm. hot sandy dry it's you know like, it's like we're in the middle of nowhere we're like you know he's taking us somewhere new i think it's much more harder a little mm. more like masculine um i'm also thinking like he's the lone ranger yeah so you know it's lonely at the top so we're probably gonna hear about things happening in his mental being the m- number one artist in the world He's Years riding the ride. He's on the ride. He's like, the the image of on the art is kind of like, he's hanging on, right? Because the horse is The like, bucking horse. It's yeah, up and down, up and down. Up and down. So I, I really, what I love about him is like, he's not scared to like say shit. 
like he he doesn't like necessarily outwardly diss people but he's not scared to like really say how he feels so i'm hoping for some bars like some heavy heavy bars and if there is reggaeton on the album like i'm not gonna be mad at it but i really am expecting most of this album at least half of it to be trap people are are anticipating that it's like part one and part two because it's like 22 tracks so it's like 11 tracks well we know un preview is gonna be on there it's the last song yeah so maybe like the second half is reggaeton and like the first half is trap. <sighs> or it'll all be fucking cumbia. <laughs> For all I know. <laughs> it'll be romanticos. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe he's done being romantic. Um, Yeah. I feel like there's a lot to be said about the artwork and how it can be translated to honestly completely different from the tropical theme. Completely different. You really cannot. You, you cannot think of a more opposite theme from desert to ocean and even shaving his head i think is a good indication of that it's like i'm letting go of the the curly hair like long hair era and now we're moving on to like i'm shaving i'm starting fresh which i feel like all of his albums have been different mm-hmm. i mean el ultimo tour del mundo we also have to think like, he gave us three albums in one year and i think el ultimo tour del mundo wasn't as well received as yo hago lo que me da la gana no. or obviously as un verano sin ti but they're all sonically very different. So I was so excited at that track list, at those features. The Travis Scott one with Al Pacino. I don't think, he, Al, I mean, I think Al Pacino, Al, it's going to be like a His phrase. voice. Yeah, It'll be voice. like Al Pacino's like voice or something. And then like with Travis Scott, then it kind of clicked. Like Travis had his own rodeo. Like that was his like big album. And it was like a similar theme. So I'm like, oh, it's definitely going to be rap. So I got my money on that. I'm really excited. It makes me excited to be a Bad Bunny fan again, like I said. I mean, that never left. I think more so I... We were just wounded. Yeah, I found myself very critical of him because, you know, you think about him a certain way. And when you fall in love with an album as much as we both did with Mm -hmm. Un Verano Sin Ti, it's just like... But, you know, to love an artist is to love their evolution. Just, I don't want to, I, I just don't want to see him evolutioning into a reality star on Keeping Up with the Kardashians. I hope, and I pray that we never, I, did you ever <sighs> watch Keeping Up with the Kardashians? Yeah. I never really watched it ever. Uh, the hot gossip right now in the Kardashian world is that Kim is hooking up with Tristan Thompson, Chloe's baby daddy and ex. The one who said her pussy smells like earring backs? No, who's that? Isn't that <laughs> Chloe's baby daddy who said that? <laughs> no, I, I don't some, know that. I read something somewhere. Maybe I'm having a stroke. That came out of nowhere. <laughs> that is the most offensive thing to say. Like earring backs. Why would you say that about your child's mother? Wow. Anyway, I don't want to see Benito on Keeping Up with the Kardashians. No. I guess this is a lesson in that I don't really want to know about their love lives. I don't want to know about their personal lives anymore. Did you see Gabriela posted about it? Yeah. I mean, he changed, what a he, he changed her life. Like, you know, like personally, professionally. Like she was talented in her own right, but he literally gave her a career, Loki. Like he gave her the platform so that her jewelry line... Is like a hot commodity. She's a huge and she's getting influencer. paid those residuals, honey. Those royalties. 
from the music videos, from the tour, from the album. I would throw him a story as well. A story's the, yeah. The story's the... <laughs> She went on there, she go, let me do this, hold on. Yeah, like, okay, let me... <laughs> Ice cream's so good. Yes. <laughs> so, yeah, I love that. Very classy of her. Um, will she be invited to the release party in Puerto Rico? Depends on what Kendall says. Man, fuck her. Plank. Well, they were both at Coachella. Plank body looking ass. Yeah. No, let's not. I won't buy. Talk about shame. talk about not having a booty. Like you have a bigger booty than Kendall Jenner. And listen, my booty is growing. Yeah. Karen even said so herself. Yeah. Okay. And so. I have a big butt. So. <laughs> I was like, hold on there. <laughs> you, you let me get <laughs> let me get these weighted donkey kicks back in rotation. <laughs> she coming from. <laughs> Um, I'm, it's, it's I'm getting a little pompies, <clears throat> a little bit. Yeah, so I'm shook that these billboards are possibly fake. The track list. Okay, fine. Who do you think will be on the album? I, I don't know. I feel like who do I think will be on the, It could be anybody. To be honest, it could be someone like Taylor Swift. A very hard to believe. But knowing him, he could do something crazy like that. Like, put her vocals the same way he, like, do, like, a pretty Gabriela moment. But with Taylor Swift, it could very well be like that. It could that. be Billie Eilish. It could be anybody. By the way, his song with Drake. Not his song. Drake's song with Bad Bunny. <laughs> Bad Bunny's not affiliated with Drake. Drake affiliated with Bad Bunny. Bitch. <laughs> <laughs> and, and that song, uh, that song is, a, is a flop. Oh, my God. I love that. No, they affiliate with me. I love that. Um, that was a flop. It could be anyone. his album actually flopped. I did listen to Drake's album, um, in full on the drive, like running errands. And the thing is, you said loving an artist is loving their evolution, and I feel that Drake is not growing up. He's a dad, all this shit. But he's not rapping about all of any of that. This one's for the dog. He's stunted and he's still rapping about the things that he was rapping about like for the past 10 years. And something that really upset me was he was using the barbs to help hype his album because there was talk that she was featured on it. And she even made a story and was like, yeah, Drake, like release the song, da, 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 like that Nikki was going to be on, on for all the dogs. And so obviously all the Barb accounts on Twitter and everywhere were like hyping up the album release. Cause we couldn't wait to see her feature. And like, she was not on the album and it's like, you bamboozled us. And apparently it's not the first time that he's used Nicki Minaj's fans to hype his album. And now the reviews are in babe. Oof. The reviews are in and it's like the worst rated album because it's so boring. It's empty. Like, He's still rapping about this 25-year-old girl who's, like, ruining his vacation in the Bahamas because Or, like, some stripper asking, in Atlanta. But she's asking, what are we? And, yeah, Mia was probably the best collaboration. No, they have a dance hall collaboration, too. That was really cute. Uh, I feel like... But this one was not good. I feel like Drake hasn't released a good album since More Life. Scorpion, to me, flop. And everything else after Scorpion that. Scorpion was good. Really? I really liked Scorpion. I liked More Life Views, so much. Scorpion, More was Life. It, wasn't Views before More Life? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then it was before Scorpion, I think. And then I really liked 
The last one that I liked was the the not more life, but the other electronic one. I think it's called Nevermind or honestly Nevermind. Like I didn't pay that one any mind until like one day at the gym and it had some bops on it and people people dogged him for that. I don't know. <coughs> will this album exceed <coughs> will it have longevity, I mean? I don't know. It's a whole lot of nothing to me. Yeah. Albums like those. So really Drake could now. be on Bad Bunny's album. I feel like You're right, he's though. in Hollywood, so I, he has more access. Features like Davy and Mora sound perfectly in line in with line something with he would doing. do. A Rosalia SZA song sounds perfectly in line with what I think he's trying to do, too. Especially knowing SZA and what she sings about. I wonder if he would work with Rosalia again after like La Noche de, de Noche or what's it called? Noche de Noche, which she wrote. Ooh, I'm excited for did the um also the Where She Goes featuring Raúl Alejandro. I didn't listen to it. I did it, it sound good? I liked it. So I wonder what happened there. Did he record it first and was like, I don't want it. Maybe Bad Bunny was like, Hey, I wrote you, I wrote this. Do you want it? And then he's like, mm, I don't want it. And he's like, Okay, I'll do it. What about Fade? Bad Bunny featuring Fade. That's oh, I thought you were talking about Fade's new album. Oh, crickets. Which yeah, that's why I didn't that's listen to I that. Was, you got sounds out of me on that one. I didn't listen to that album. I, I okay. I it, some of the songs came up on my like release radar. Honestly, they sounded so similar to to what he's released in the past. I know. I didn't hear any bops. It's a lot of, it seems, okay, and for me, as a not fluent Spanish speaker, a big thing for me with reggaeton is notoriety in keeping the songs, like, for a non-Spanish speaker, listening to a lot of reggaeton, it just kind of can sound very similar because you don't know any context about it. But then certain songs, they stand out to you because of how well they're made. Mm -hmm. Like, Me Porto Bonito, with any other reggaeton song to someone who doesn't listen to reggaeton or doesn't know Spanish may just sound like similar, but we know how special Me Porto Bonito is, for example. With Fade and that album, a lot of the songs feel interchangeable. There's not a lot of like notoriety about each specific song. It's his melodies. It's it. I, I like to say like, oh, beside this, beside that, but like it really sounds like, mm, what do I have in these folders that I'd never use? And what can we make out of it? The melody almost sounds exactly like his other hit. Yeah. I was literally listening to it and I'm like, why does it sound so similar? Like the way he's singing his lyrics. The sing-songy. The sing-songy, like specific melody. I'm like, what the fuck? So that was not Karen or approved. And it also, it gives, I'm sorry to say this, but, and maybe because I'm like, collating his performance at sueños to his album but it's giving low energy but then again he makes sometimes like romantic reggaeton and i think could he, argue that's all he makes and i think he makes maybe he does make low energy reggaeton but I, okay um, like but like i i like we can we can we can also compare him to ozuna ozuna makes oh i'm sorry ozuna makes very beautiful sing-songy romantic romantic reggaeton but he it also does at times feel low energy but 
like it's it's like low energy reggaeton, but it's not the the song itself is not low energy. If that makes any sense, I would say the standout songs that Fade has released in 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 the most recent times are El Cielo, mm-hmm. which is more Afrobeaty, beat like, and then the other Afrobeat song that he has where he's like on a boat. I uh, like classy like, one. Like No, I'm talking new. Oh, that's old. I'm talking new songs like. Where do me me donde quieres ir something like and he's like on a bow and it's like Afrobeat. I just it's re- almost like I literally he's really not doing it in reggaeton. Like I, I literally just confused that song with the Raúl Alejandro song, the beat you just played for me, sang for me. Thank you. It was beautiful, wasn't it? Um, um I'm, I just feel like he's not doing it in reggaeton right now. His other ventures in like in like tech house and in Afrobeat. Are hitting harder for me. His features. I like his features. El Cielo was a feature. Oh, right. I was like, which ones? Freaky. It's a good song. Yeah. Feature. Also old. Freaky is his song. Is it really? Uh Uh-huh. And then they did a remix with Carol G. Yeah. So that's that on that. See, I didn't even know Freaky was his song. I thought it was Carol G's and he was featured on it. She was like, I want to be on it. Cause the part is like the, cause it's another song at the at the beginning, and then the song changes and it turns into freaky, but it's like the last forty five seconds of the song. Oh. So then I think she was like, "Ooh, we should do a remix and just do like freaky." Anyway, he's really not doing it for me with reggaeton. But you know who is? Davy. Bayakat. Ooh, how? So I haven't listened to it at oh like in full. How is it? Start to finish, it's exactly what you need is she mothering she's mothering like it's exactly what you need as a girl or gay in 2023 yes she's mothering like how do i explain like she's at the top of her game uh production wise she has like the hottest producers in reggaeton mexa on them she has like the hottest (laughs) features she's got don chesina wow she's got r de maravilla she's got um like people that she um usually works with um profeta yao yao smiley which is what she did yo me le pego yo me pego Mm -hmm. she did with them um who else does she have on there Oh, Alonso G, which is like really big. He's really big right now in Mexico. He's got like a really like, uh, like raspy voice. I really like how she very much uh, marketed the album. Very much so is like, this is a song. This is an album of puro reggaeton mexa. Kitty Poneo. And you know, I love like Hello Kitty and like just being a gata. And she's playing on like, ella es la gatita bella cat. Like that's her big global hit. Um, so Gatita is on there, but it's the last song on the album. And I feel like it belongs there because this, the album is called Kitty Poneo. So like you got to put Gatita on the album. There's also like a fun Guaracha Tech remix of Gatita. There's also another Guaracha on there. I'm going to listen to it on my way to the gym. Yeah, do it. And um, her voice. I also think that she has perfected the, that like... Um, feminine the hyper feminine like 
delicate voice. It, it, it exudes something in people that is extremely passionate and tantalizing. I think whatever they did to it post-production, like, like really perfected it. But in my in my mind, it's like a 10 out of 10 album. Wow. Like, I can't wait to listen like, to it. Like I skip, I do skip Gatita. Yeah. Because I'm over it. Sometimes I, I skip the, the, the remix of it too, but because the real meat of it is like everything else. I can't wait. I, I was so mad, dude, that she was here in Chicago. And that she was at Sorry Poppy. With Shoddy Bay. I didn't know Shoddy Bay so was here. So random. I'm just like, they don't deserve her. Like y'all are not out there singing as hard for her other songs. Like I know that place was on fire when she did Gatita. Right. She's a Libra. I don't I it's <sighs> But not for any other song. They don't deserve her. You know who else released recently who I really liked her um, her EP, mm-hmm. MJ Nebrada. Who was also recently here in Chicago. I really, really liked it. Um, I thought it was really cohesive. I liked it too, repping for Venezuela. Um, but yeah, to to speak on your... My ear just like started ringing. Mm. Um to speak about your sorry poppy thing, it was very random to see someone like Bayakath play to, because like sorry poppy prides itself on playing yes reggaeton, but now they've kind of expanded their their reach to be what they put and they say reggaeton girl anthems and today's hits. Oh, really? So now they're not just a reggaeton party. So you know that when they play reggaeton, it's gonna be like gasolina and all of its little brothers and sisters, but it's like. It's very random to see someone like Bella Gath, who plays to such a very, very, very specific reggaeton fan. Especially like, yes, Gatita, but for someone like you're a very, very specific reggaeton fan because you study this and you love this genre mm-hmm. versus like someone I feel like who goes to Sorry Papi is not so much on that same level. And I could be wrong. No, you're you're right. And I could be wrong. It just seems like a random it's, it's, it feels random. Like, she's for the hood girlies, you know? Like, Bea Guts from the hood. She's a hood girly. Like, she's making global anthems. So, I guess, like, yeah, it makes sense in for in money, money-wise. But it's not like her name was attached to the flyer from the beginning. You know, like, ticket sales weren't driven by her name. It came out that she was playing the day of or, like, the day before. It's it's almost as surprising as if they were to get someone like Tomasa de Real. That's how random. Literally. That's how random it is because it's like Tomasa also plays to a very very specific subset of reggaeton fans. She has global reach, and at this point, Bayagath has global reach. That's not to be doubted. But what I'm trying to say is that like, for someone who's going to just like a party playing like reggaeton, which we know the reggaeton they're gonna play, girl anthems and today's it just hits. Irks me. It's just like Bayagath just doesn't fit. That genre. Maybe it fits because she's girly and she's hyper feminine. You know, she's like the lashes, the long nails, the BBL, uh, pink, uh, kitty purr, whatever. And the party is like pink, and it's um, it was like a pajama themed party, and so all the girlies, you know, they all they all looked good. They were all done up at the Aragon. But I agree with you. It just feels so. And I'm and I'm a hater. I'm being a hater because I wanted to book Bayakat and she didn't have a visa at the time, so the timing was off. 
now she has that all sorted. Love that for her. Can't wait to bring her back. But I feel like were the gays there? Were the alternative girlies there? Were the hood girlies there? Probably not. And I feel like an Agua de Rosas would would obviously make way more sense. The same for the fact that Lagunichonga is playing at Sleeping Village. That's so When we tried to book book her at Sleeping Village and her team was like, sorry, that's not a big enough venue. But now it's... They said that? But now it's a good enough venue. But we're not affiliated. They said that? Yeah, their team was like, no, I don't know about the room size. I'm like, do you fucking realize how packed this bitch is about to be? It was going to be during Pride. When was the last time Gunichung got booked an arena? I'm so sorry. <laughs> I was like, what, what do you... Because she plays clubs. Like, Cactus Club is smaller than Sleeping Village. And she's played at Cactus Club. That's... I was so <clears throat> floored. I was like, wow, bitch, really? Like, not even to her specifically, but like... To her team, it's like, why didn't you hit us up again? Like, hey, we're actually going to do a tour now, and we do really want to go to Chicago. They didn't even, like, think to include us. And it's like, I'm not even going to be here. It's December 1st. But that just doesn't make sense. That's so random. Good luck marketing it. Yeah. Good luck marketing it with your outdated fucking marketing targets. Like, target people who, like, Corona and people who like blah, blah, blah. Like, good luck getting the Latinos, alternative Latinos. Yeah, at the white alternative space. Yeah. Good luck with that. And for to to think, oh, it's too small. Girl. 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 And then also, like, I honestly didn't like her recent album, La Hora de Perrear. I'm not going to lie, Karen. I've really never been a Gunichonga fan. I think I like one song by hers, and it's like her most popular one. But otherwise, I find her music to be not very inspired. Sorry. I liked it. I just felt the quality. If you guys see, and here, and here, here's where the caveat is. A lot of people in Chicago, they know reggaeton. They know Agua de Rosas. They may not know Gunichonga, or they may know Gunichonga, and they'll say, maybe I'll go, maybe I'll not go. You put Agua de Rosas on the flyer. Oh, I'm going. I know Agua de Rosas. I know Karen. I know Julio. I know Gabby. Oh, shit. And Gunichonga is playing. Oh, that's a done deal in my book. I wouldn't go see Gunichonga. On her own. On her own. We're there, too. You know what I mean? Like, that in itself speaks to a lot of what that is. Yeah. And then we also tried to book MJ Nebrada for a little after party at the Whistler. And after her show. Our budget wasn't enough for her. She wanted like close to seven hundred and fifty dollars to DJ. To DJ. To DJ, bitch. To not, DJ, not which she originally is a DJ. MJ Nebrada. Yeah, she, she just started as a as a singer. Wow, her EP is so good. She was DJing before, like for Goonie, like in Miami, like doing all that. She was just DJing. And we were like, we want her to do just like an hour DJ set. And they're like, can you do $7.50? And I'm like, $7.50, baby. You ain't Nick Leon. You ain't Rosa Pistola. You ain't Merca Bay. That's more than, Honey. That's more than coffin texts. Yeah. I was like, I'm sorry. 
what about a 30 minute set <laughs> what about an appearance <laughs> <laughs> yeah what about just hang out with what about us? you pull a look and just yeah you know, and chill. just like party <laughs> dance for pictures dance around <laughs> um i mean you your stomach is going all off. I've Are you hungry? Had, no, I've always had stomach issues. It's just my personality. I'm just a hot girl. I'm just a hot girl with tummy issues. That was Drake being like, I'm going to focus on my health now after this album. I have a lot of stomach issues. Yeah, focus on your fucking what acid reflux, bro. Anyway. Um, oh, I wanted to, similar to how we did with the Chicago Reader, I wanted to talk we about We haven't talked about the, the gaggies. gaggies. So... <clears throat> I, um, again, if you are not from Chicago or maybe you are, you do live in Chicago and you don't really interact much with like the gay scene, the Gaggies is a newly formed, basically Chicago drag and nightlife awards show. So queer Chicago. Right. Well, I feel like there is some, um, cause I was like, I'm a newcomer, but I'm not queer. It's largely the, it's largely I think queer, mostly queer, but a lot of it is entertainment. I feel like there are some people in here that are kind of random. But again, I don't know a lot about drag. But um, I thought the gaggies were really cute. Yeah. I thought it was a fun way to get everyone together. I think uh, I, I was nominated for two gaggies. Um, uh, but I think mostly what, what makes it fun to me is the award show mm-hmm. night. You know, like seeing everyone dressed yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, mingling and talking and kikiing. I think that's very, very cute. Who's um, hosting the gaggies? So it's going to be Bon Abajit. Okay, so they just released the flyer. It's tomorrow. Um, hosted by Bon Abajit, Alexandra Diamond, Bambi Banks Coulee, and Lucy Stool, who mm. is Chica- Chicago's drag the drag queen of Chicago. Wow. I have no, it's tomorrow. I have no idea what to wear. I'm going to wear, I'm, I'm taking your advice and I'm going to pull wear the Rihanna red. moment with the yeah. red dress. Um, styled by Karen Oyn. Styled by Karen Oyn, But also styled by Alyssa. <laughs> no, well, styled by Alyssa, but yeah. I was the one who told you to wear you, it. You, <laughs> yeah. That's also like my only like floor length gown, I feel. I have a different one too. Ooh. If you want to go do like a see-through moment, I have a black dress. Maybe you you can borrow if you want. But then again, you don't have to do that. I'm just saying. Um, so the gaggies, I was I was hoping to be. So the category was newcomer within the last two years, DJ. And I made a tweet and I was like, vote you know me for newcomer DJ. And I was nominated. Um, and then something that I totally was not expected, which I thought was a pretty big category, was best party. Mm-hmm. So I'm in the ranks with um, boots, um, very that, but also queen. So that, and I'm the only lesbian party. And they could have very easily, like, voted for strapped, which is the lesbian party of the gay scene in Chicago in Boys Town at Berlin, but they voted for Eden. And so that to me felt really I don't know. I feel cool. like you're gonna win. I feel like you you have a good chance of winning Best Party. I think your biggest competition in that category is boots. Is boots. I mean I will say a lot for Queen too because Queen did win best party for the chicago reader but that's the chicago reader run by the chicago reader but this is this is of, like who's of, who's voting 
they said an unknown panel of judges. But I was I was the people's we were the nominations are the people's choice. So, you know, I will take that as it comes and I think I do I do believe that my bet that I, being voted with alongside Boots was mm-hmm. really cool and I think my biggest competition in that arena will be Boots. I hate that they misspelled my name on the newcomer DJ yeah. slide, which um oh, I'll, I'm going to Yeah, talk, you should talk about that. I'll talk about my name one yeah. more time. But I wanted to kind of there was a few um things that I wanted to see. So we have best best DJ. So this is best DJ, not okay. newcomer DJ. And we have DJ Ron G. Don't know him. Mm-hmm. Probably someone in Boys Town. Miss Toto, who I'm featuring this weekend at mm-hmm. Globe Thotter. We have Bonita Appleblunt. Mm-hmm. Uh, DJ Ecstasy, who does everything at Progress Bar. Mm. Uh, Cashera, mm. love her, and Ariel Zatina. Mm. Who you got? I mean... Shout out to Cashera. She's always voted number one hip-hop DJ for the Chicago Reader. So I have money on Zatina it's, and Bonita. Who do I think is going to win? Ariel, based on the panel. Who do I want to win? Bonita Appleblunt. Yeah. I want Bonita yeah. to win. Um, Bonita's also voted for best drag DJ, which is a completely different. That's a different type of. I mean, <laughs> I mean, I mean, come on, let's be real. You're loading up the songs. But you're loading up the songs. Zolita, Bonita, Cashera again, DJ Ranji, Danny Ramirez, and Miss Toto. So I'm a surprised lot of that like uh, Tropiteca wasn't so Tropiteca nominated. Was nominated for best DJ collective. Oh okay. Um. So best DJ newcomer. I'm with Sutton Fister, Virago, Ty Jones, Linzo the Heartthrob, and Saint. So I don't know any of. I don't know any of. You know Linzo. Yeah, but I don't know any of the other ones. And Linzo seems like a new, new, new DJ. I know Ty and I know Linzo. I'm meeting Virago for the first time this weekend. We're playing a gig at uh, Splash together. So I'll meet I'll meet them then. But um, yeah, so Tropiteca, Rumors, Boots, and Do Not Disturb voted Best DJ Collective. I think, I think initially I nominated Rumors. I forgot that Boots is a DJ collective. <laughs> Even though I booked them, I think of them as a party now, but I, I did book them for Eden. Yeah, it's like Agua, like we're a collective, but we're a party too. Who do you got in that category? Uh, I think I'm DJ gonna, Collective. I think I'm going to go with Rumors. I think because not only that they have that party, um, but also they have their rotating mix series all the time too, which feels pretty cool. Yeah, I Boots like is, that. Boots is pretty new to being a drag, to being a DJ duo. They're great, but... I think, yeah, I think Rumors makes the most sense because it's a drag show and a DJ party. So we have Best Bar for the Gaggies. We have Scarlet, Charlie's, Roscoe's, and Nobody's Darling, which I'm going to go for because that's kind of like mm-hmm. the underdog. That's the only lesbian bar Beanie, in that category. Beanie goes to Charlie's a lot. I've never because, been to Charlie's. Because Charlie's is like the, the the bar that's latest, the club that's, it's a bar, yeah, that's latest open. It's open latest. Yeah. Um... But I, I don't know. So maybe Charlie's will win. Yeah, I'm going to go with Charlie's. Okay. I I would go for Scarlet because that's the only club I would go to other than Nobody's Darling that I've been to. I mean, I've been to Roscoe's, but I'm not voting for Roscoe's. Sorry. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I've been to Scarlet. I had a nice time, but I just remembered, like, where my friends go. 
What's and they cr- like to go to Charlie's. I have, and I, I haven't been to Roscoe's in a long time, but I have very clear memories of when I was 21, 22 going to Roscoe's and it was like a club. You have yeah. like the front room. Then you felt so much like adrenaline when you're moving to the back room and it was a totally different vibe and it was dark and you were clubbing and dancing. Now it's just like they have a stage back there. Yeah, my, my friends used to drag me all the time to, to Roscoe's for Britney night. I don't know if they still do Britney night. No, it's totally different now. Um, okay. Mm-hmm. Best club, Fantasy, which I like Fantasy, Berlin, Hydrate, or Smart Bar? Ooh, that one's tough. I have to vote between Smart Bar and Berlin. I have to vote between Fantasy and Smart Bar. Mm. Fantasy feels so chaotic. Fantasy feels like... <laughs> Fantasy feels like if La Cueva was four times its size. Where is Fantasy? Fantasy is like the most, it's the, the farthest bar. It's on Addison, actually. If you keep going down Halstead, it's on Addison. And it's right across the street from the uh, Howard Brown Center. Okay. Um, Fantasy is huge. They have like three different rooms. And it's so chaotic in there. There's like tables <laughs> strewn everywhere. Some of them are like turned. I saw one that was like one on the ground was like turned over. Oh my over. God. Where's La Cueva on, 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 in the gaggies? Yeah. That, that, I know. That's what I they said. They could have voted for La Cueva. That's what I said. I think when I. Best when drag I, show at La Cueva. When I was doing nominate, when I was nominating stuff, I definitely did. I, I put La Cueva for something. Um, we're, we're overdue a night at La Cueva. We are. Yeah. I do love La Cueva. That's a big shout out. That place has a very, very special place in my heart. Uh, best party, Boots, Eden. Oh, I just, that's so cool, Karen. That's so cool. That's so cool. I had no. So we can't was, vote. The panel is yes. is choosing. I had no Eden. idea. I wish I was in that room. Like, like what they're saying about your party. Like pro your party you know what i mean like the most, why we should vote for you the big thing too is that the most recent eden where where abhijit who is a probably a judge and promoter for this yeah. part, creator of this party you know they dj'd and also baby banks was there she was really sweet oh, to me so maybe they'll have first hand accounts of what right. it's like to party at eden oh my gosh okay what's what's else is on there um most fuckable bartender most terminally online but a lot of these are drag queens that i don't know very well um neutral gina do you know neutral gina she's really funny that's a that's a funny name i love it mercy me girl most delusional so most delusional was funny they had the same person in every category (laughs) her name is rubella sachet and it's like it's like five slides of her in different (laughs) outfits so and everyone is commenting they're like wow this category is stacked (laughs) (laughs) So that was really cute. But those are the only... Um, What's best bathroom? Oh, oh, here we go. Maybe. I have to find it. But... And... Oh. Definitely not the bathroom at Berlin. So Entertainer of the Year was a really cool one that I thought, too. We have Angelica Grace. <gasps> wow. Sickening. Sativa Diamond. Pixel. Kitty Banks. Arigato. <gasps> wow. And a regular girl. Oh my God, baby! It's gonna be hard. It's gonna be between Angel- Miss Angelica Grace and Irregular Girl, because I had I to tweet. I was like, Irregular Girl is really that bitch. Those are mommies. Those are like they were. They're amazing. They were both really good at Eden. They're amazing, truly. Wow, it's gonna be a tough. I That's, wouldn't be in the. I wouldn't want to be in that panel for that category. That is truly a stacked category. 
Um, even with just and I we I know Arigato. I don't yes. know. I don't know a lot about her her performances, but I know she's very good. But I do know a lot. I about, like Arigato a lot. <clears throat> I, I know like a lot about do, like Descontrol. Angelica and a regular girl, and they're just so amazing. Like it's, who is the most entertaining? And it's crazy. It's crazy because like. When sometimes like and you said it so yourself the other day when you saw a regular girl at Tiny Tiny Tots the, yeah. the party you played, she came on stage and it was just like, she's arrived. There's just like levels right to drag queens and I'm sure it's how long they've been doing drag, how well they they sing, they lip sync and they dance. It's also about their fashion, but I really think it does boil down to like their stage presence. And the confidence that they have in themselves to perform. And that's very important for any entertainer. So that's why I think it's going to be so difficult. Because Irregular Girl just like commands attention when she's on stage. But then it's like the same with Angelica Grace. Like if she's on stage with anybody else, like your eyes are on her. She's just, it's infectious. I remember remember watching Angelica and getting like chills. I remember one time my mom, when she played, when she played... When she helped me with Eden at Metro the first time, she was like, who was that dancer with the black hair on stage? She is amazing. Mm-hmm. She was just working that stage up and down. And I was like, mom, I know she's so cool. And she's so sweet, too. Um, but yeah, those are kind of the categories that I recognize. Again, I unfortunately, I don't know a lot of about the drag scene, so I can't speak on other performers. But I think tomorrow is going to be really cute and really fun. I can't wait to pull a cute little look. We'll see what I come up with. Where Where is it? Fantasy. <laughs> so, <laughs> Great. So, so me telling you where what it is, you'll see you'll see it live in action. Oh tomorrow. my god! When when we were talking about going to the gaggies, I'm just ev- imagining like old Hollywood glamour, like these <laughs> tables. I'm I'm hoping they're upright and they have tablecloths oh. on them. There's lights. There's, there's like a little fog. lamp on each one. Uh, presenters. Will there be drinks? Will there be food? Will there be an area with like photographers? Like I'm you can take a picture. Like a screen behind them. And on the screen, there's like every single time the category comes up, they have the little squares filming the nominees. Yeah. So I'm sitting like, there next to you. Yeah. And then when you win, it's like you look at me, you hug like at the Oscars. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you hug me and then you go on stage. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Are you preparing a speech? I don't know if I should. I mean, I don't maybe, know. Maybe maybe not like a formal speech, but maybe just like a an informal I don't know. Apple note where you write down like who you're going to thank or things uh, you want to say. Are they going to I don't know if they'll do if they if I were to win best party, I feel like maybe they would have me say something, but I don't know about Well, I'm hoping it's a traditional award show where winners go on stage and they accept their award and then they get 30 seconds. It's a lot of awards. I think it's going to be fun. I'm excited for it. Um, <clears throat> so that's what yeah, I'm I have no idea for. what I'm going to wear. Maybe I'll wear that like long black dress with the the cutouts. Okay, okay, okay. But I don't have like a fur coat or something like that. Do you want one? I have like a, ooh, I have like a, um, a cheetah print long fur coat it's yeah. like very it's like very muy muy mm-hmm. it's giving very much like yeah. liz taylor you can borrow it we'll do that um so that's gonna be cute hmm. and then this weekend we go to madison babe i mean oh, yeah. um, look at us just really it's, it's been a long time since we've been on the road you just can't even spell madison <laughs> <laughs> that's funny um so yeah and then i have very 
little time. I think I'm leaving to Mexico City November 6th or the 9th. Staying until December 17th or 14th. Karen, honestly, what am I going to do without you? Oh, we'll still record the podcast. Am I am I going to come? I have, yeah. I have to come see you. Um, I found a place to stay and we'll see if I'm going to be a ro- someone's roomie for the whole time or if I'm going to be like on my own. I'm definitely like changing things around like. I'm not going to have as much like money just to like be spending. So I'm going to stay with my press ons. Like usually I go and I get my nails done. Maybe I'll get my nails on once just to say hi to my friend. I'm not going to go crazy like shopping. You know, it's basically like I'm just going to be living my life here, but I'm living it over there. And whatever I make DJing, I'll just like, you know, like scrape by and I'll be happy. Um... So I have very little time, so I'm hoping to really, like, find bookings for for those, these last few weeks. Because I just got one canceled, and that kind of freaked me out. But, all right, should we wrap up? I was going to share about my new DJ name, but I'll oh. save, no, I'll save that for next, okay. for next episode. All right, everybody, thanks for listening. We will talk later next episode we're gonna be debriefing the new bad bunny album I can't and wait. the gaggies I can't what's wait. gonna happen ah, it's gonna be a great episode all right talk later bye see you radio perris